Start talking, Alec. Hello, 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 hello. Words. Hello, hello. Language. Hello. Oh, wait. Uh, is that still recording? Fuck it, we'll just say that's recording. Welcome back to the 12th Man Podcast. How are you, Harry? I'm outstanding, mate. Yeah? Yeah. Man City Brighton, we haven't yeah, talked about that yeah, yet. Of course, Thought I'd yeah. that one in there in the intro. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. It's not. It's probably not going to make it on to the list of things that we're going to talk about today. Just given... Although we can have a quick word for Brighton. Let, 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 let's say that if, if, if Brighton win on their last game of the season, they, they can finish as high as 13th, which is very good. That would be mint. Yeah? That would be mint. And Man City is still going to win the league. My mate sent me a picture the other day of the table. He's a Newcastle fan. Basically, I apparently, I never said this, but they make the claim that I once said that Brighton were the fifth best team in the league, which I never would have made that claim. Have they got evidence of this? No, but they accuse me of it and there's more than one of them, so I can't win. It sounds like a a coup. What I probably said was something along the lines of, we play top 10 football Mm. somewhere in that. Not top five football. Yeah, I don't know. And then they were like, but you're not as good as the Brides in fifth. And I'll be like, well, I think we are better than them. Well, we can talk talk about who is in fifth right now, which Which is is Leicester. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, basically we're going to talk about the... The final day, the hunt for Champions League, um, the hunt for Europa League. We'll talk a little bit about what went wrong for the teams that that went down as well. Although they've been down a, a little bit, we'll get we'll put our two cents in on that as well. So yeah, let's talk. First of all, we can talk about let's talk Leicester Spurs. That's massive because mm. as it currently stands, Leicester are fifth with sixty six points. With Liverpool just above them in fourth on 66 points also. And then Chelsea on 67 points. Chelsea have a goal difference of 23. Liverpool have a goal difference of 24. And Leicester have a goal difference of 20. Um, And then the mighty Irons sitting pretty in sixth. 62 points. Can't break in to the Champions League. Uh, or even into the top five, but then Spurs just below them on 59 points, um, who have the potential to finish in the Europa League spot or the Europa Conference spot. They need to better West Ham's result. Um, is that right? No, if West Ham draw... You, you're in. We're in, you're, regardless. Because you're, okay. you're three points ahead now. So that's 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 nice. So, so there's potential for Leicester to finish in the Europa League spot, and there is still potential for Leicester to finish in the Champions League spots. How, how do you how how do you think that game's going to go? Let, let's say do would you would you would do you think that Leicester still have a chance of getting top four? I mean, mathematically they do. Who is it? Leicester playing against? Sorry, they're playing Spurs. Spurs. So I'm looking at the form table now, mm. and Spurs are the sixth most informed team in the league which actually baffles me because I think they've been shite when I've watched them recently. Yeah, they played against Leeds, I want to say two weeks ago, and they were woeful. Yeah. They then just played against Aston Villa and they were shocking. So this is based on the last five games. Spurs are the sixth. Leicester are the twelfth. Yeah, Leicester... Three of their last five have been losses. Yeah, yeah. Leicester. I feel like Leicester are flagging a little bit without uh, Harvey Barnes at this point, to be honest. I feel like... No, sorry, two of their last five have been losses and a draw. I feel like he would have definitely added uh, to their chances, mm. most definitely, of getting into the top four. Especially as I think throughout this season, that Tottenham defence has really struggled to be ran at. And like Harvey Barnes is just that, that's what he we'll does. we just run He's at them, incredible. yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of would back a sort of stale nothing draw in that game you think yeah like I, I feel like Liverpool Leicester won't want to go gun ho because you can't let Harry Kane have one shot so you, so you would lose that game within inside 40 minutes if yeah you go I'm wondering start. if I'm wondering if simply on the basis that 
both teams need to win that yeah. we might see quite an open game. Yeah, maybe. Um, but maybe you'll just start to see a, a, a very open game in the later stages if it's still if it's standing at a draw because mm. a draw doesn't do either team any good. Yeah. So maybe you'll start to see it towards the end of the game or something. Yeah, I think the first 45 will be really cagey and it will mm. be like a final of a cup. Where Can I just say how much how much I love the, the, the last day of the season is so good having all of the teams playing at the same time mm. and how you get all of the um, little images of the other games coming yeah, up and all like that. It's so picture. good. It, 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 it's so good. And this is... This is, you know, the title's decided and the team's going down is decided. But but this race for race for fourth, the race for sixth, and I suppose in it in in a weird way, all of the teams potentially going for that Europa Conference, yeah, probably don't want it. It's interesting. It, I, I be honest, the, I, that, you mentioning it yesterday or whatever it was was the first time I'd heard about it. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know. Well, that no, they because were doing I, it. I, 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 I knew it was a thing. Yeah. But obviously, with West Ham being in the in the race for Champions League and uh, now definitively in the in the hunt for Europa League more so, um, I was. I, I thought to myself, oh, are we okay to finish seventh? Will we still get into the Europa League? And then. I've come to realise that because I knew this this tournament was going to exist, but I thought with Leicester winning the FA Cup that a Europa League place would then go down yeah. to seventh, and then Conference would be eighth. But yeah, seventh place gets the Europa Conference, and I would say as a West Ham fan, if we were to have gotten that, it wouldn't have been the most ideal given what I feel. I feel like a lot of West Ham's fans believe that we could have got Champions League I don't necessarily think that is the case we can definitely now get Europa League though mm. I think being in the inaugural um, in the in the inaugural um, conference uh, Europa Conference wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world for us but I feel like Arsenal Spurs definitely don't want to play in that I'm sure surely not yeah it might be really stale and really uninteresting and well, feel like it feel like a bit of a wooden spoon well, Spurs have never really made much of an effect on the Europa League right no Arsenal when you'd think that they probably should yeah exactly yeah Arsenal have fallen at the last hurdle and mm -hmm. the second to last hurdle in, re yeah. in recent years as well so I'm wondering if that maybe maybe this is their chance to actually win a European tournament, you know. And I, and I, I don't I don't say that in, with any insult actually, but maybe this is their chance to win the, one. But the league two, the league two of European tournaments. Really, well, it's the league, the league three, isn't it? I league, suppose. Well, I, I was well, no, in, in the English tier, it'd be the league one, wouldn't it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, league yeah. one, yeah, yeah, the third. They'd the be third. the they'd be the Portsmouth and Sunderland of. Uh, of the European stage. I'm sure they would just love that as well. Yeah. So but, yeah, so. I was, I was going to lead us on because the, the, for me, the again looking at the form table, the case almost isn't really about Leicester because I just think Liverpool are the most informed team in the league. Mm. Like they, oh, that that's what the table suggests. And yeah, when they haven't lost them, for a while. Yeah, and it's like sure, like you, like everyone's been beefing up and how exciting it was for Ellison to score a last minute header, yeah. um, and that is good, obviously, and it's entertaining, but. The fact is, they were drawing to West Brom for an awful lot of that game. Yeah, they were, and they also got. It's fair to say they got bailed out. As yeah. as cool of a story as it is, and it was it was really emotional to watch, and it, you know, it's good. For, I think it's good for football in 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 a way. You know, yeah, it was definitely. a nice story. This got bailed out by Trent scoring a really really nice goal against Aston Villa a few weeks back as well to mm. to get them three points in that game as well. Yeah. So so yeah, they they. They're, st they're still they're not the finished article they're not mm. back to how they were no doubt but they're definitely the driving seat you would think for that position yeah how, how do you see Chelsea Villa going that should be quite an intro I feel, I feel like of the 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 games I feel like that that uh, along with the Spurs Leicester game is, is arguably the most exciting it's going to be so dependent on how Jack, Jack Grealish plays because without Jack Grealish that forward line is stunted to such a ridiculous degree and Chelsea, particularly with their defence of how that's been recently, I don't see how you can beat a Chelsea team that does when you don't have your best attacking player. Hmm. Like, I've, I I, just don't see that happening. So if he plays, which you'd hope he would be... I think he will, yeah. Yeah. Then I think they've got a shot. But even in that scenario, do Chelsea need to win? 
So, so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just say it again. So, th- so the points as they stand is Chelsea sit third, 23 goal difference and 67 points. Mm. So they need to win um, if Leicester and Liverpool also win. Yeah, but um, they can draw and that only and then and then they both need to win so Leicester can't draw their way into the place. Um Leicester can't draw it, it, their way into it no because no. because they they're four yeah. goals unless Li- unless Liverpool lose. Unless well. Liverpool lose by four goals, yeah. No, they would five goals. They would draw if, if Oh right, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. If, yeah, so they yeah, can Leicester yeah, they, draw yeah. and Liverpool lose. Which is unlikely, I'd say. It's unlikely that Liverpool lose. Well, they've got Palace, which is it, it, there's a lot of narrative being spun around this because of the infamous Cristambul as well, like where um, Brendan Rodgers' team were. Yes, good. I've isn't never it? heard that. You never one. heard it. I only heard it a couple of, couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. It's good it's though, a isn't good it? One. Cristambul. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that should be okay for Liverpool, right? Yeah, I mean, it is unless there's the give Hodgson a send off kind of thing. But I what, mean, I'm what sure, does that mean? Yeah, really? I mean, but when you're does playing against mean, a team, you know, like we said, Liverpool aren't back to where they uh, where they were. But but that's only so the much other gusto. Thing. Yeah, yeah, can, like, can't get you as far as potentially beating Liverpool in the form they're in, right? Wow, bit of gusto helped us and a red card. Yeah, and but a red um, card. but uh, the thing is about Liverpool is like what like we were saying with their oh they they sort of lucky again isn't the right word but sort of like scraped it through at the end. That that was what they did during their 199 points over two seasons or whatever yeah. it was 190. Yeah. That like like people think that I think a lot of people describe Liverpool in that period as if they were as good as City and it's like in my view they weren't. There were games where City would blitz past teams mm. and it would look unwinnable. Yeah. Whereas for me there were a lot of occasions where Liverpool won the game by a really tight margin and that's what made them amazing. Yeah. Is they won those tight games because they had players like Trent or Salah or Mane, who could just do something out of nothing. And so when when we say, like, Alisson scores a 90-minute winner or whatever, you can't expect that every week, but they have enough talent to, and the way they play with such a high energy, that stuff just does happen for them. So it's kind of like, even if they're not necessarily playing at their peak again, you'd still back them to win. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would still back... I personally, I think Chelsea will beat Aston Villa. Yeah, I don't think that's a particularly profound comment, but I, I think that Chelsea should beat Aston Villa, even with Jack Grealish. Chelsea are. Yeah. It, it's weird with Chelsea because ever, ever since Tuchel came in, they've obviously been pretty shit hot. Mm. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, but I, I kind of still as 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 good as they have been. I still kind of put them in that category as I don't see them losing. Yeah. I, don't know if and 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 Tuchel has, has said this in in his um in his post matches he knows that they're not firing at all cylinders up front right at the other end of the pitch where yeah. where they ultimately where you win games right but I don't see a team putting even two goals past them no you know like there, there was that absolute outlier with um with West Brom right yeah where the, um, it was just the best finishing on the planet yeah 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 like it, was, people, it was crazy yeah. they they were down to ten men right yeah. and they, they, yeah. they shouldn't have lost that game five two maybe maybe like like three two yeah but sure like, even that would be generous but yeah and as and I think Villa are potentially still at this point one of the most underappreciated teams of the season I think they've been really good and I and I'd said before I think if Grealish had stayed fit they would have been pushing for for top four top five six places Maybe, yeah. yeah yeah it's all yeah. conjecture but like yeah but I really think that they, they they're, they're such a solid unit I do think they've got the the potential to cause Chelsea problems but I, mm. I just think that it'll just kick in with Chelsea you know yeah. got, ultimately Chelsea have got two 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 attempts now at playing in the Champions League next season right they've got mm. the game against Villa and also the game against Man City yeah the best chance to do that realistically is to beat Aston Villa yeah definitely so <laughs> I, I so I think Chelsea will finish it in, in their top four I think it'll stay how it is actually yeah, I think the table I, I mean, will I think that's probably right I think they all win to be honest I mean yeah. that, that's a pretty likely outcome you think is Leicester that, beat is Spurs that, is that every team wins yeah Although Leicester have a really poor record against the bigger sides. They also have a really poor record at home this season yeah. as well, which which is at home. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, I agree with you. I think... I, I The funny part is, is I, I agree with you, but I don't know what I actually want to happen. Yeah. I, I think there's a 
part of me that wants Leicester really badly to get the Champions League. Mm. But maybe the FA Cup's enough. Yeah, and I, I also I also think it's it, it's worth a mention as well um, that with Chelsea having that second attempt at getting Champions League football next season, and they won't they won't be. I think even if they even if they miss out on Champions League through the Premier League, which I, I do think is unlikely, I don't think they'll be looking at that Man City game as a way to get into the Champions League. No. I think they'll be looking at it as a way to win the Champions League. Yeah, right? yeah. The the troubling thing for whoever finishes in that fourth spot is that if Chelsea don't finish in that fourth spot, let's say Chelsea finish fifth and they then win the Champions League, mm. let's say Leicester finish in that fourth spot, Leicester miss out on the Champions League. Yeah. Because yeah. Chelsea will go into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that's how it worked. It is, is that definitely it, how yeah, it yeah, works? It happened you cut with, the fourth spot Yeah, out. yeah, because it happened with um, with Spurs. That year, Chelsea won the Champions right. League against Munich, where Drogba scored the winning penalty um, um, tw- uh, 2012, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea finished fifth that year under Di Matteo for the second half of the season. Yeah. And Spurs finished fourth with yeah. Redknapp, right? Yeah. And Spurs missed out on the Champions League. I think that's bullshit, by the way. I also way. think I, it's bullshit. I, I, I think well, you just should have five a, teams in y- there. Yeah, 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 just have the extra slot. Like sure. They, they used to do with the Europa League, didn't they? So, I guess now a, a question is that if Chelsea were to lose and fi- end up finishing fifth it would most likely be Leicester that end up missing out on the Champions League even though they finish in fourth and I just think that would be so heartbreaking for, for Leicester yeah, it would be heartbreaking for any team really but I'd much rather see it happen to Liverpool than I would Leicester oh, if I'm yeah, being yeah. honest that would be hilarious if City won if, if Chelsea won the Champions League and not and not Liverpool out the out the, out the league that would be so good um, yeah I don't know it's I mean I mean, it's so harsh that that's the way that it works, but there's obviously nothing really to be said more about that. But, yeah, I think I generally like to see teams that I think have had good seasons by their own standards be rewarded by it. Mm -hmm. And I think generally, out of those four teams or three teams that we've mentioned, that that Leicester have had the best season given their means. Because, like, Chelsea had one of the best transfer windows maybe in Premier League history on paper like like of who they signed like Havertz Werner Ziyech uh, Thiago Silva Chilwell. Mendy Chilwell literally like one of the best transfer windows in history Dis- every player disappointed at some point in the season some of them are coming good now what have you L- Liverpool admittedly their fault their problems have been largely as a result of injuries so it's hard to be too harsh on them but frankly they've had enough success and to be honest I've hated the way they've behaved so far this season to be honest I've, how so? like I've hated how much of a sore loser Klopp's been throughout most of the season he's 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 been a shadow of his former self and like there's there is such a thing as being a sore loser where it's just like come on man yeah and and actually the same was somewhat true of Frank Lampard for me as well like when he started hanging his players out to dry when um when they were losing and it's like well maybe maybe take some of the blame yourself Frank you know and whereas throughout the whole thing I think that largely the Leicester players have handled themselves really well like I think Brendan Rodgers has genuinely found some interesting solutions to his problems like with Vardy aging out he managed to make a he and Atra work and that again do, go, should go to he and Atra's credit as well he's bringing through Harvey Barnes he's got Tielemans playing probably his best football they've also had injuries as well exactly bad yeah. injuries they, yeah. they, Ricardo Pereira was out from yeah. for second half of last season first half of this season mm-hmm. they had Madison out yeah. for a decent spell they have Harvey Barnes out mm-hmm. and, and uh, under probably like not spoken about enough because He's not a particularly well-known player, mm. but James Justin was yeah. so good for them yeah. in the first half of the season. Like really, really good for them. They had Castagna out injured as well. Like yeah, and, and obviously they, they've they've lost um, they've lost um, Sionchu at parts this season as well. So they've really been up against and and you know, I, all teams have injuries. Yeah, that's normal. Apart more, from Liverpool, so, that, apart from Liverpool that year they won the league right yeah. last year. M- but, more so this season than any other, to be fair, as right. well. That re- that rhetoric is, is is accurate, right? All teams have injuries. West Ham have had injuries. Brighton have had injuries. Sheffield United have had injuries. Mm-hmm. Everyone has them. What I will say is, I think 
the toughest thing for Liverpool, while they may have more means than a lot of other clubs, is just how focused those injuries have been in one position. Mm. They haven't they played played something like seventeen pairings at centre back or something like that. Well, they must have played. They must have gone through at least six or seven. Because you think Van Dijk, Fabinho, Henderson, Kabak, Phillips, Williams, Gomez, Gomez. Milner? Did Milner ever play I there? I think Probably it's too short not. to have played centre back. Yeah, Henderson it? played there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that that off the top of our heads is seven. But then you seven can, players, and then right. you can have any combat. Yeah. So that could e- could plausibly equal eighteen or something. Yeah. I mean that's but 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 the other thing is is um part of that again not all of it and you do have to have some level of understanding for how bad those injuries have been, but part of that comes from poor preparation as well. It's how like, so? So if Let's be honest. If you lose Van Dijk out of that defence, it's it's that that is a problem on its own, mm-hmm. and that and they wouldn't be much better off this season than they would have been if they hadn't lost all the others, in my opinion. Okay. So like, because that's exactly what the situation was before they had Van Dijk was was that Gomez and whoever it would have been Gomez and Fabinho probably wouldn't have been good enough all season or what have you, and also Gomez has already shown to be injury prone, whatever. Um, which is a shame because I love him, but um, like for me, th- you look at the way that some other teams have dealt with injuries, and and I feel like they've generally fun they've dealt with it better. And like City is not a good example because even I think even Pep said it halfway through the season that like they they um they dealt with their injuries by just having a deeper squad, which is true. Like they can replace um any anybody with a world class player. So basically. where does this poor preparation for Liverpool come in? So so well for me it comes with it comes with like sort of like poor preparation in terms of like so they signed the Preston guy, which is uh is it Ben, ben Davies, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and like he clearly hasn't worked out because he's barely played, has he? Okay. Sure. And and um and they also I would argue they, they knew that without Van Dijk, they they don't have a good enough centre back. So you think they should have spent big in January? So I basically my view is is I think they should already have a centre back, and also we shouldn't we shouldn't really like even without Van Dijk and with Fabinho and like young Naki. What's his name? Nat Phillips. Nat Phillips. That's the one. I thought well, for some reason I was thinking of Naki Williams. <laughs> um, yeah, like I think in, even in that scenario, those two de- those two defenders still start for most other teams in the league, so they should not be seventh. Especially with, like, and and that's the other thing is that I actually don't think their season's been defined by a poor defence. I think it's been been defined by pretty much the only one in the forward line performing being Firmino. Nobody creating chances from midfield, which they've never done. Like, yeah, and, but... and yes, they have to defend a bit more because they've lost the defenders or whatever. But I think there's a wor- I think there's a workaround there that they didn't find. I also I I don't. The, the sentiment behind what you've said being that they have to defend more is, is, is probably accurate especially when um, you have somebody like Fabinho who is just so good at keeping the ball and so mm. good at retaining the ball having to drop back into the centre-back position yeah the trouble also comes when you, you have that lack of distribution out from those centre-back positions especially Van Dijk mm. and that then means yeah you don't have as much licence for Trent and, and Robertson to go forward right because I always think it's been overplayed that that um, Liverpool lack creativity in midfield because that is completely by design. Yeah, it's yeah. It's completely yeah, by yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cause, absolutely. Because they're not. They don't. They don't yeah. want that. Because only basically that. for a long time, only Firmino did it. Yeah, I like, think I actually in think, terms of raw creativity, obviously Salah is creative and Mane is creative. To while while extent, I have the utmost sympathy for, for for Liverpool fans and 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 Liverpool as a club because of the injuries they've had. I actually think this poor preparation that you're talking about, I feel like the 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 biggest outlier within that, um, uh, not outlier, sorry, the biggest indication towards that is that Klopp is somebody, and I don't have the exact um, stats on this, I would imagine that for the past two seasons where they've, um, prior to this season, where they were really, really good, that mm-hmm. season uh, they finished behind... Uh, City Centurions they yeah, were they yeah. were incredible they were blowing teams away um, like you said the season they won the league no uh, that that was the season um, season before, season before with okay, the so 90, they've been, 98 they've, they've been great for three seasons yeah, yeah, for a bounce then right yeah the, the, the trouble comes yeah. when for me and it and again it's completely by design but if you're only ever going to play 13 players mm. 
throughout your whole campaign, mm. then what happens when you miss some of those players is that you, you end up bringing players into a squad that ultimately they do train with these players, but they're not used to playing the system, right? Yeah. It's the same sort of thing with what happens with Wolves, because Nuno is very similar in that respect, is that he plays a very small amount of... amount of He, he likes to have a very trim squad, and while Liverpool don't have the most trim squad... Mm-hmm. Na- um, Kater sometimes would get on the pitch, right? Yeah. And Origi would sometimes get on the pitch, and they're very rarely Shakiri would Shaqiri, also get on the pitch, yeah. right? But who else did they ever used to bring on other than that? Well, well the the other way I would put it um, is that I also don't think their whole season and their failings this year have just been down to injuries. Because, for example, I'm just about to look up the Aston Villa-Liverpool team, the 7-2. I'm pretty sure they had a pretty much full team in that game. They did, they did. Now, what I will, what I will say about why they were really unlucky with these injuries, and um, and I do think that is the case. I do think they've been really particularly unfortunate with injuries. Mm. I do think that not a better manager, because Klopp is clearly one of the best managers in the world, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was up to Klopp to maybe register that playing such an intense style of football in a season like this when you're missing players was counterintuitive. Possibly. I feel like they they've been abs- they've they've absolutely ran themselves into the ground over the past 3 years, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is what they, in a sense what they wanted to do really because they wanted to play this intense level of football. Yeah. But when you're missing all of these players and you've got all of the yeah, all these players out through injury. Does it not register at some point that maybe you don't, maybe just don't press as much? Yeah, well, and maybe adapt to that a little bit and conserve a little bit of energy. You know, like, and maybe that's where I give the credit to Pep. Is like again, it's a level of nuance has to be had with it because obviously Pep has more to, more options to pick from. But Pep had the foresight to realise that without Aguero, without Jesus, they spent most of the season without a striker. Mm-hmm. Like, most of it. He had the foresight and the sort of match intelligence to realise that, right, I need to work a way around this. So the two things he did was absolutely solidify the defence beyond belief, create basically the best defence in Europe for mm-hmm. the last 25 games or something, and find a way to make a combination of Gundogan, Foden... Um, well it was basically just them playing as a false knife uh, Torres at the moment playing in that forward position doing a slightly different role which has been funneling goals all around the team like their diversity in their goal scoring this season has been mental Mm. whereas basically Liverpool have just gone I don't think they've intentionally done this but basically all their problems have come up and they've they've relied on Salah to score everything yeah like who's the next top goal scorer after Salah it's probably Yotta. it's probably Yotta. Yeah. yeah and 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 again going back to the Liverpool Aston Villa game the team that Liverpool played was Adrian so Alisson was injured but then it's Trent Gomez Van Dijk Robertson Keita Fabinho Wijnaldum Salah Firmino Jota it's their first team minus Mane mm. and Alisson and it's like if if anyone could look at that game and tell me that there wasn't something fundamentally different about that Liverpool team, then I think you'd be wrong. Mm. And so, like my view is, is that yes, a huge amount of problems Liverpool have had this season have been down to injuries. But to be honest, the fact that the play, even the players who have been playing, have been underperforming, shows to me that there's something a little bit different there as well, and that it's not just a case of we've been without Van Dijk and Trent and. They were the other main ones. Yotta's missed a lot of the season. Henderson. But he's new. Henderson. Yeah, but even Henderson played throughout that first half of the season where they were shite. True. You know, um, like to me, that doesn't, that uh, that excuse alone isn't enough. And I kind of feel like, you know, Leicester have played better than them throughout probably more of the season, although they, Liverpool have been great now. You know, that's kind of my view on it. That's why I want Leicester to get there. Get there. But Liverpool probably will. Okay, so, so let's talk... Let's talk Chelsea, right? Mm. So, as we said, since Tuchel's come in, they've been solid. Yeah. Right? It's probably the word I'd use. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, just like, <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, Reli- yeah reliable. And, and and they look like a project again, where they look like the the the, the stuff that Tuchel needed to fix is, is on its way to being fixed, and now... He needs to sort of bring in the players that he wants to work in his forward line and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which Chelsea should be able to do. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, but in terms of yeah, they're finishing the Champions League this season. I 
I can't about them to do it, you know. I think I, I think it, I think it will probably be. Yeah, Liverpool I think Chelsea. Will, again, it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't see where they can see two goals. Mm. Like maybe City, like maybe potentially, but like I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see who's going to score two goals against them. As crazy as that might sound, like, Some, something has to go wrong. Like, or, or well, I think the way that, like, you take the West Brom game, which is a, which is an anomaly in the bunch. Like, a lot of people won't appreciate me citing this, but I think I remember quite quite well that the XG from that game was only two to West Brom, which basically means they finished out of their arse. Yeah. Like that's this. Like Liverpool have scored like six or seven with free XG before. It's like that does just happen, and like. And and on on those days, it's like it doesn't mean they weren't good because mm. they obviously were good and they mm. probably deserved to win the game on the back of it. Mm. But the fact that they scored five is is weird. They so shouldn't score five. Do in that you game. think that it's a different situation? But well, it is a different situation because it's in a different competition. But you know, these games are cup finals right now, right? All of mm. these last games, you know. Yeah. Do you think that Leicester have? Can, can provide Aston Villa with a blueprint on how to beat Chelsea hmm. from that cup final because I don't that's an interesting way to put it I think the main problem there is, is there's just the the Tillemans goal from 30 yards well, was and, the deciding and, factor really well yeah and the I would argue that the, the difference in player quality is just enormous I, I, you know like um, like a, a lot of credit has gone to Aston Villa this season and they've got some players that deserve to be shouted out but to me none of them are the players that le- le- like like so say for example Mings and Concert decent centre back partnership mm-hmm. really big fan of Concert not a big fan of Mings personally doesn't touch Evans and Soyuncu or Fair. Evans and Fafana yeah, yeah. in my opinion or the common or a back three when they do that Matty Cash maybe gets in that team with Pereira out whatever Grealish obviously gets in that team but then everywhere else no way is McGinn and um Oh no, no, D- no, no, Douglas, no. Is Mate, Douglas any variant upon that midfield yeah, is, doesn't yeah, doesn't, doesn't touch. touch indeed. We, we've said elements. before that potentially, uh, well, not even potentially, really for us, only City's midfield is is definitively stronger than than Leicester's then, midfield. Yeah, and, and even that is, and I even think then, they would, might have indeed. Even then, in if the question was, if the question was, and, and we, we we won't get bogged down in this, but if the question was, what centre midfield three? Would you want for the next ten years? Yeah, you want you want Leicester's. you want indeed Ian. Yeah, 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 you want Leicester's, and then, and then like somebody else. Sure. So I would say I think Chelsea are going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that on balance of how they were, do you know what? Of how they've been really across the season because I do I do think that I do think it was a a clash of culture more than anything with with um with Frank getting sacked actually as as mm-hmm. as surprising as that might might be because he spent his whole pretty much his whole career there yeah. after um, coming from uh, West Ham um, <laughs> um, but he spent pretty much whole whole career there but I do think it just proved to be not the right job for him not the right time right but on balance they have been within the top four best teams across the whole season I Probably. would say even if that is Tuchel's really pulling it pulling yeah. it up but I'd say on but the thing is Leicester it's hard because a lot of them have been really bad and I, I heard I heard a stat today saying that Leicester have actually spent the most time in the top four this season out of any of the clubs. yeah well because well, that's the thing about Leicester is that they, they've actually been surprisingly consistent mm. and I think what they're suffering from now is is this lack of um, like squad depth and again I, just, I know I criticise Liverpool for not working around that but they they do look tired. Yeah, if you know what I but, mean. But 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 then we we can look at okay. So let's let's talk Spurs. We can talk about we can talk about squad depth there. Mm. Spurs have I think good squad depth actually. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. In some positions they do. I'd yeah, say. I, I do. I, and they've fallen incredibly short of the mark this year, yeah. right? Even yeah. even. I think know. their first team is amazing. I'll say that. I think their first team is a top four team probably. But they have they've got you know they've got. I think it's better than Sissoko can can come in for mm-hmm. them who, who's who's a decent player yeah he's useful he's played a lot though. I feel like Lamella can be can be useful yeah. as well like um, Bergewijn Lucas Moura mm. is, is a good player as well they've got Ben Davis who's a solid solid defender they've got 
you know, Davidson Sanchez, on, you know, on the bench and you yeah, know, like there's some good players and here. None of them are centre backs. <laughs> that, yeah. they, but they've they've fallen incredibly short of the mark. Yeah, right? so so far, so far, it's crazy. Like how how they're probably the team I've been disappointed with the most. I'd say considering that they were top of the table at one point, which yeah. you know it, that that can Mental. be a bit of an outlier sometimes, given that also Southampton were top of the table at one point as well. Mm, right, and Villa were third. Right. Yeah. That was the start. That was the table at the first after the first ten games. I think was Villa were third. Was Southampton, Tottenham, Villa, or something oh, like that? Wasn't yeah, it? it was something crazy. like that. But um, Villa might have been fourth. Uh, it was something crazy. Like do that. you obviously with the with the potential of, of talk talk Kane? So Harry Kane's, you know, I, I think getting into the Europa League, being in the Europa Conference, I don't think that will make Kane stay or leave mm. personally. I think a three-year contract and an expensive fee and an absolute stonewall of a chairman in, in Daniel Levy will actually keep... I think Kane will stay this summer. It's, it's, I've, I've had the same conversation with my mates who are Tottenham fans and it's like everyone... I think everyone's saying the same thing. But it's in terms of... Which it, what is what is that? Which what you what you're saying basically in, t- in terms of that he he'll basically stay out of nobody being willing to pay the money that they want. Yeah. But my it's issue the Wilfred Zaha effect, right? Yeah, to, <laughs> yeah, but basically with a player who is actually world class, <laughs> like so. So it's if you, if you're asking me what I want to happen, what I want to happen is that Tottenham get a really exciting manager in and they win something with Harry Kane at Tottenham and he stays there and he loves it. That's what I want to happen. It's not going to happen. I've given that up. Okay. I've I, I've been Tottenham. I've now regressed too far back to be exciting again. Their time to win it was that season Leicester won it, right? Yeah, yeah, with Potts and, and and to progress on that Champions League final as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but... their, their their time was then. Yeah. And unfortunately, I just think they've regressed, and that squad is only getting older and harder to rebuild. Mm. Um, and like, for me. I want to see who I think is the best striker who's emerged in my life in my main time of being a football fan which mm. is Harry Kane mm. in my view I want to see him win a shit ton of stuff mm. and so for me I I would want him to leave to to probably genuinely probably to Man City I know that sounds really lame but I want him to get the Premier League record I want him to score 45 goals in that team because he would he would score so many goals in that team. It's ridiculous because Man City are like such a cross-heavy team. If Harry Kane's it's on the Pep's end of that dream as well. Mate, isn't he? I think well, apparently when Pep first joined, Harry Kane was at the top of his transfer list. Yeah, and sounds right for me. Pep I was, doesn't like strikers. Well, I <laughs> doesn't think, like strikers, and Kane, Kane now, like nowadays strikers, yeah. is not. He's obviously a striker. Let's yeah. let's not get twisted, but. He's one of the most unorthodox in terms of positioning to yeah, play yeah, for a striker. Right? Yeah, he's kind of like a... Four, he's, he's almost a bit like... I mean, it's a weird comparison, but he's almost like what Totti was when he was that centre-forward. Or Firmino, forward. kind of. He's yeah, not quite the but he's like Firmino, kinda, but scores but, 20 goals yeah, still and yeah. like gets 20 assists or something. But for me, I would just love to see um, Kane score Lewandowski-level goals in the Premier League. Yeah. And and for me, that you he's, do that play in the best He's 95 team. off Shearer's record. And he's 29? 27. 27. He, oh, so he can easily yeah. do it. With, or is if he, he 28? Yeah, if, he gets, yeah. if he gets four years of being at City or something, and then three or four years of going back to Spurs or something like that afterwards, which I could see him doing, mm. and he bangs in 20 a year, I mean, he'll smash the record if he does that. Well, I'll, what I'll say is three years left on his contract. While he is a phenomenal, phenomenal player, a bad injury record. Um, we're talking about in excess of 120, 140 million. I don't think anyone's paying it. Say that again. The thing is, the bad injury record, I agree, but I don't think it's as bad as, or or it's only as bad as Aguero's was. Yeah, but I, th- I think given the right opportunity, I genuinely think Pep would have got rid of Aguero when he came. Probably. And the right opportunity right. being someone, someone to buy him. Yeah, I... I think Pep. I think Pep would have got rid of. Well, who who are the realistic clubs that have the money who are going to put in a hundred mil for Kane or eighty mil for Kane? It's City, City, United. No, I think all this bollocks about Real Madrid not having enough money is just bollocks. I think if they want Harry Kane, they can go pay a hundred mil for Harry Kane. I think the idea that they don't have this money is bollocks. Well, Barca can't. 
Yeah. Surely Barca. Well, I don't. I also don't think Barca will. He just doesn't sound. He's not a very Barca kind of player. He's younger than thirty. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so for me, it's Real Madrid, City, or PSG. PSG makes the most sense because Poch because is there it's as well. easy yeah, money. It, yeah, there. easy trophy. They have the money. They still want to win the Champions League. And Mbappe will probably go at some point. But surely soon. Harry Kane's not going to go play for PSG. Why not? He can score sixty goals, win an easy trophy, and then play with his favorite manager. It just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me. But but that the thing is, it's like I don't think anyone would begrudge him for it because he's done the hard shit. He's spent eight years at Spurs or what, six years at Spurs trying to win a trophy with a team that probably shouldn't. Mm. So I don't think anyone would really begrudge it if he went to go win an easy trophy. You know. Do you think that this? We'll call it a saga. You know, mm. it's pro- probably we're probably going to be hearing about it for quite a while. Do you think that this makes Tottenham's potential employment of a manager more difficult? Yeah, I would say so. If you if you know you're coming in, uh, that's why a part of me thinks they should just deal with it quickly. Well, that's what Kane wants. Yeah, apparently He's, it, he he says that he wants it dealt with before the Euros. Yeah, and there's so a couple of ways of looking at that. One. And I, I jokingly said, yeah, smart, get a contract before you get an injury <laughs> in the summer. But I actually think, um, and this isn't an original thought, but I actually think that he goes to the Euros, scores five goals, mm. and then Daniel Levy says, I want 30 million more yeah. or something. You know, like, I, I, so, so maybe that's it, right? But I don't, I don't know. But, but of the potential managers that they could bring in, which there are a, a couple and there's some good names, um, on 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 the on the shortlist, I think it's interesting to know who would come in and who who would come in on the basis that Harry Kane stays mm. or or Harry Kane goes right. Yeah, and I think that that makes the potential employment of somebody much more difficult. Well, and that's why I, again I don't think this will happen, and that's why I think if I was running if I was running Tottenham and I knew Harry Kane was going. Or I, or I knew he was considering it. Do you know what I bring in? Graham fucking Potter, mate. Graham Potter. Yeah, because he'd have no problem rebuilding a team over time. He'd mm. get he. You'd see the return on the progress that the team was making. You'd see the style of football the same way they had under Poch, where they were seeing what the progress they were making as a team and these young players come through. Like he would do he would do bits with like look at what he's done to Dan fucking Burn. Mm. He got him playing left wing back, scoring goals against City. He could do bits with Harry Winks. He could do bits with like Tanganga, guys like this, Davidson Sanchez. He'd work amazing in he Potter's could take back three. He could take Basuma <laughs> there. He could go and sign fucking Trossard and make him a world class player or something. I don't know, except that wouldn't happen. But um, I don't know. For me, I, I, there's almost two other points here that make me want Kane to move, which is that play, fans talk about player loyalty all the time. In terms of uh, players asking to leave this and that, but what they never talk about is the is the reverse. Where I would say that Kane has been probably unreasonably loyal to Spurs, where the, the point where he had three seasons where he was the best striker in the league and they didn't win anything, and he now he is a top three strikers in the world, and this is the pretty much the maybe the second time he's openly asked that he might want to go somewhere else. Mm. And I think fans can't chat shit about loyalty and then not be willing to grant one of their greatest players of all time the opportunity to win something. Mm. Like, it's exactly how I feel about Dunk. There was, a, there was a time a year ago or two years ago where it looked like he was going to Chelsea. And I wasn't saying, sell him, sell him, get him out. Because, like, that would be crazy. But what I was saying is if the club accepted an amount of money that was reasonable but not excessive... I would be fine with it because well, I want Dunk yeah, to play. Yeah, I have the same there. thing about Declan Rice, right? Exactly. It's, yeah. It's that, I mean, lots of West Ham players from from the past. We should probably move on to West Ham soon. Actually, mm. um, we'll speak about them briefly. But lots of players from the past: Ferdinand, Defoe, yeah. Joe Cole, Michael Carrick. All of these sort of names, Lampard, and uh, I think Rice fits into that category. It's it's a case of yeah, like if you feel, and perhaps Tottenham have higher aspirations perhaps unjustifiably actually mm. because of maybe they were just so good because they just had a great manager right yeah and great and great and great players and he got a tune out of them i think it's a i, th- I don't think it's a it's a great job 
for, for, for especially for the managers that are on the list, the mm. potential is 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 really strong. But it's going to be a tough job. Yeah, I think the one last thing I wanted to say about it is, is that, again, this comes down to being a good chairman, in a sense. And Daniel Levy is obviously a good chairman, despite the fact that he should definitely leave his job, because um, of the Super League bullshit. Mm. But um, part of it is comes down to knowing when to sell. Mm. And I think Arsenal have made the mistake this summer with Aubameyang, giving him a new contract when mm. they probably should have just sold him. Mm. And for me, Harry Kane's got, what, three years left, did you say? On his contract, yeah. So, so what's going to happen now? Harry Kane's never going to be worth more than he is right now because if, really, if he's really true about wanting to go somewhere else, he's not going to sign a new deal. Yeah. He might play for you and do quite well for two years, but he's not going to sign a new deal. So in three years' time, you're going to lose Harry Kane for nothing. Mm. Are you better off getting 80 mil for him now and rebuilding the squad with that money, especially seeing as they need the money since they just spent a billion quid on a stadium? Are you better off doing that now, buying his, buying a young version of his replacement, or like buying Danny Ings for twenty five mil, buying a thirty million pound young striker who can become the next Harry Kane, and then buying a centre back? Are you better off doing that than relying on Harry Kane to carry your team for the next three years and then having him disappear into the ether? Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know. It's valid. Yeah, yeah, it's com- it's 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 completely valid. No, it is. Um, right. So yeah, yeah, let's talk. You know, only only because they are. In, in, in pole position to, to get that second Europa League spot let's let's quickly talk West Ham and, 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 and then we'll sign out we watched the West Brom West Ham game last night together it very exciting it was so painful I was on edge first massively. 70 minutes were painful yeah and then and then, and then things things came good do, do you think on, on balance West Ham deserve yeah Europa League football Oh, oh, fucking hell! Yeah. And would you? We, okay, okay. Let, let me rephrase that. Do you think West Ham deserve? Do you think West Ham d- deserve Europa League football on the basis of how they've been, or do you think it is the failings of potentially teams like Arsenal and 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 Spurs and and I would say Everton? Yeah, that should be finishing above them. Um, well, the thing is, I would argue that they they haven't played in a way that deserves European football and for me that that is enough of a reason why I'm who are we, who uh, we talking about all three of those Tottenham, right, Sam, okay. the Tottenham Arsenal Everton mm. um, Everton is I, I feel a bit bad saying that because I've enjoyed watching them at parts throughout the season but I just think their squad is so imbalanced Okay, like Hammers has been good for the most part of the season but mm. yet he sort of dropped off in the goals and assist numbers I really like Dominic Calvert-Lewin I I, I like Richarlison but I do think we're starting to see that he might not be world class okay. in, my, in my view Okay. Um, but that's still fine he could be a good Premier League player um, I think they're lacking another winger um, I think Ancelotti is doing really well with them and they need another but they need another year or two to step on whereas I think a team that's played as well as West Ham have this season with the amount of players who've played well all season I think they deserve European football that's, it's as simple as that for me it, it's a case of wanting a team that's done so well all season against the odds in such a drastic and new fashion for me that deserves European football the, yeah I mean points wise we're the most improved team yeah and I, I, and I would say since Project Restart mm. we were really good in, yeah, the, in yeah. the last part of that, that season yeah absolutely because we finished 16th last year yeah it's mental and we were you know West Ham have all you know all we flirted with it for a little bit but mm. last season looked like the season where we could actually go down yeah oh yeah definitely um, and, and I the way I put it to people now is it's like it's like me saying we're going to finish in the top five next year mm. no one would no one would go yeah right mm-hmm. or we'd compete for Europe we'd compete for Europe next season and, and actually in a way I genuinely think there might be more people that would believe that of Brighton than they would of West Ham that year because you sure. guys, you guys were visibly shit as yeah, well as we were being terrible. results. So, shit. What, what do you? What, what's what's the difference? Because we've heard Moyes has just got a tune out of some players. D- d- players like Declan Rice are, are obviously now starting to really mm-hmm. fulfil potential. We've heard no fans at the Olympic Stadium as a as a potentially as a contributing factor, the second best home home record in the league behind City. <laughs> I'd like to. I, I'd like to say I don't think that is true, mm. but I would say it is potentially true. But 
the argument that West Ham fans are toxic is so it's such a, a baseline argument that that nobody ever seems to look at why they're toxic I would put it personally I think the recruitment which is not something I've, anyone has ever associated West Ham mm-hmm. with, with being successful I think the recruitment has been impeccable yeah. since, uh, since Moyes came back in I think you look at Bowen Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Useful. Yeah. 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 Pellegrini brought in a player that is, is still it, with is, us. Just to be clear, is it these managers that are bringing guys in, or do you? Or do it, you it, want, yeah. It? At West Ham, we don't have director of football or any, right. any of this sort of stuff, so it, it, it's very much, definitely in 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 the case of Moyes, mm. it's him putting his suggestions in, and it's also a little bit our our, our chairman all the, all as well. Scouts making suggestions. We don't really him. have any scouts at West Ham. That, that's why the recruitment's been so poor. But you yeah. you look at it recently. We've got Bowen, you've got Fournals who came in just before Moyes got back. We've got Sushek, mm-hmm. Soufal, uh, Ben Rama, um, and Craig Dawson. Yeah. So, so my my view would be oh, and Lingard, well, yeah, and yeah, Lingard exactly, as well, which, yeah, has yeah. Been, which has been brilliant. So, so my view would be that it's that that I would say more so than anyone else, I would say Suchek has been the difference, because for me, I think he's your player of the year, probably, isn't he? Um. I think Rice will get it. Okay. Um, I think that's a little, potentially a little bit more ceremonial than anything. Okay. A little bit sentimental. I think Suchek has been fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. He actually was awarded with, don't really understand how you quantify this, but just for frame of reference, he was awarded the most underrated player uh, in the Premier League by The Athletic. This, this in their awards recently which is not is, is he is he underrated yeah, though I, I, don't, I, don't he, I don't know he's recognised as one of the best players and one of the most surprising teams yeah but yeah I agree yeah I I mean he's I suppose people aren't talking about him as if he's world class I mean he's not world class but they're talking but they're not talking about him as if he's nobody's trying to buy him are they no and, and, and any time people have mentioned things about him I feel like a lot of the time it has been talking about that pairing with Rice because yeah, yeah. we've seen over the past month or so without having Rice in there Suchek's ability to get forward mm. has decreased massively right Yeah. and I feel like if Suchek doesn't get those goals people don't really talk about him being the player that he is right but the yeah. fact is he does get those goals so so, so the, what I think it would come down to and this is again you'll know more than me because obviously you've watched every game but when I've watched West Ham over the last five years or so the, the years you were shit what it looked like to me was a distinct lack of midfield quality especially defensive midfield quality because like I don't think Rice is enough on his own he can't do all of it mm-hmm. um, or like the engine room midfield mm-hmm. and a, like a distinct lack of defensive grit oh, like I God, think yeah. you've always had the attacking talent there yeah. and they've done their best yeah. but like you, I don't know if it if I remember correctly but I swear you used to concede like a billion goals from set pieces we conceded it, um, in the season where Moyes kept us up, mm. we conceded I think seventy goals that year. Yeah, that exactly. Is ass. The I, thing is, we don't spend on defenders. We've no. spent, we've spent two million on Dawson, four million on Balbuena, twenty-five million on Diop. The most we've ever spent on a defender, but none of our other defenders yeah. come close to that. I think yeah. Bono was eight million. Yeah. I think Masawaku was six million. Mm. I think Cresswell was four million. We, we spent twenty on Webster. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know that that is it. That, that is. Fundamentally, that's ludicrous for, yeah. for a Premier League team to 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 try and uh, remain a Premier League team with that kind of level of investment in the defense, yeah. right? But but that's the thing about Suchek that's so incredible is like he he isn't. Um, it's weird because he's a, he's a, he is a midfielder, obviously, but most of the stuff he does that's incredible isn't in this in, isn't in midfield. It's in the box, defending from set pieces and crosses. And in the opposition box, attacking set pieces mm. and crosses. It's like that's what he's incredible. He's you don't like, really notice him in midfield. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's weird. Even yeah. I watch every game, like you said, and you notice Rice. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you don't really notice what Suchek does in midfield. It, it's, I, it, a it's lot like, is strange. It's but... like he's not a box to box midfielder. He's a box and box midfielder. Yeah, that's good. I like it's, that. It's like yeah. literally. It's like he shows up in your defensive. Mm box wins the header makes a clearance and all of a sudden is in the opposition box to yeah. bang a tap in so 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 ju- like, just to just to yeah. clarify here uh west ham get um a draw against saints mm. um or more we qualify for, yeah. for for europa league or, or um spurs lose or spurs lose or spurs lose against leicester which is is possible right and and yeah i i i, I joke oh, wait all spurs don't win or they have, don't they win. Have yeah, they win. have to yeah. win. That's right. Yeah, I jokingly big up 
West Ham um, a lot, especially this season, just because, you know, quite capable of it. But I think we really deserve it. Yeah, I, re- I, do I really well. do. It's, I don't think we play the most thrilling football at, at times, don't get me wrong. But it's better than most teams. I think, most I think what's been really good that we that we have never really seemed to done have, have done previously is that we've got quite a nice spread on yeah, goals. Yeah, good balance got, as well. I think you've got Lingard, Fornells, um, Ogbonna, Dawson, mm. um, Ben Rama's chipped in with a goal now, Bowen, mm. Antonio, um, yeah, all, all chipping in on goals and that's been, it, it's been great to not particularly rely on one player like that season we we relied on Payet yeah, that one exactly. season, as incredible as it was, we relied on him that, that year, right? It's been really good now to, it, it, we've got a good unit and it's, it, it's, so nice there's no mm. bad eggs knocking about it's such a good unit the trouble comes from me and we'll talk about this on a future pod is there's there's an argument that says okay well now no, we need to invest and kick on I don't think that's going to happen I think mm. that ultimately I think we'll, we'll, we'll more than likely finish closer to 10th next year if we do mm. play in, in the Europa League which I, I would take even if we get knocked out in the group stages I just want to see West Ham play against some yeah. foreign clubs on you, Thursday you do really have like. some older players as well we do Ogbonna, Fabianski are both and Antonio is probably not going to age very well I no we need you. a striker yeah we need a striker no, we're, in the, we're in the hunt hasn't played much this no, season no 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 we're, 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 we're in the hunt but yeah mm. I, I, I think on balance I think over the course mm. of the season I do think we, we deserve it I think there's two funny things that we could sort of end on with that is I find it really funny that two weeks ago you were cheering for Leicester to lose every game and now on the last yeah. game of the season, you're going to be cheering them for them for winning. Things it's, it's things, things change quickly. Yeah. And then the other thing is, um, like my, my big difference is, again, looking at the West Ham team. And part of this comes down to perspective because of the way you've played and the way certain players have played the season. But like for the last three or four years, whenever I've watched your team, I've been like, oh, there's some good talent in there. But there's at least two or three massive holes. Like, yeah. Especially in midfield, like when oh, it was, gotcha. yeah. we're like um, Kiate. Yeah, Kiate. Yeah, like, I like yeah, Kiate, yeah, but it's like he doesn't and, fit your system or whatever. Yeah. And it's like there's there's a few holes in there where you're like, this mm. isn't going to quite work, yeah. especially in defence as well. Yeah. Whereas now you look at the team and you go, ah, oh, Fabianski, Obona, some combination of Obona, Dawson, Cresswell, Cresswell, yeah. and then um, Sufal, Suchek, Rice even those midfield two on their own are fine but mm. then you've got like especially Lingard now mm. like I don't I look at that team and I go that there's there's more balance there than has been for a long time yeah definitely and some pace yeah we yeah always exactly. pace. and like, always always severely l- loved pace. a bit of pace well I yeah. think I can't think of a better place to end it frankly yeah. I think you know on such a high yeah I think okay so 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 quickly to wrap it up we think Chelsea and Liverpool will get yeah, as into, is. into those Champions we, we League We think spots. as is in general, don't we? As is in general. Okay, mm. so Chelsea, Liverpool, Champions League, West Ham are massive, Spurs are shit. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Sweet. Good, good day. S- good to see you, mate. We'll be back for another one. Yeah, we, we shall. Yeah, I reckon I reckon that the, the next one we'll probably do is we'll talk in the aftermath of the Champions League and the Europa League. Mm. And by that point, the England squad will be out. And we can talk about that, yeah. When is the uh, Europa? When is the Champions League final? Wednesday and the, uh, th- um, I think it's Thursday and Saturday, so it'll be next week, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that, and, and yeah, we'll talk about um, the England squad. Although I'm sure you, you'll all be bored to death by that. Point I mean, we could pr- we could probably burn through that quite quickly. Pretty the pretty cut and dry. I mean, the problem with the England squad thing is like like 18 of the 26 picks itself sure and and that like I'd argue that the first team that doesn't sound like, like a problem to me though nah I but mean, yeah we'll we'll, 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 uh, we'll run through all of that we'll, we'll yeah we'll yeah. definitely do a, a thing with that but um, I mean I'll have Dunk Webster uh, <laughs> Sanchez we'll, we'll call well, him know, from Spain you know Jay Links is getting the nod from me and hopefully from from Big Gareth Southgate as well, and Dawson. We shall see. No, I think I think that's a, a, a stretch. We'll have the West Ham Brighton co-op England team. We'll be Dunk Dawson, Webster yeah, get, back three. Get Izquierdo and Fornells yeah. in there as Dan, well. Dan Burn left back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we'll do it all. Yeah, lovely stuff. All right. Well, nice yeah. Way. Thank you for for joining us once again, and we'll be back in your ears very very soon. Dunna, na, 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 na